This is the story about... I want to do it, too. Okay, one, two... This is Precious Lives. Stories about kids. Teens. Teens. Guns. Guns. Yeah, we end the violence. Bye-bye. Because... Because we are precious. Because we are precious. This is Precious Lives. Basketball was Coach Eric Moore's first love. Who were you at 13 or 14? At that age, I was I was real disciplined. I, I had made out a, a regiment. Get up at 6 in the morning, do 50 push-ups, do 60 pull-ups. Lunchtime, eat big, shoot 100 shots, shoot 200 jumpers, and it went all the way up to 6 o'clock. Back then, he aimed to be a great point guard. Emulate his heroes. Danny Jones, Daryl Farmer, um, Willie Wade, Barry Hubbard. His heroes were guys from the neighborhood who came back from college to play in a recreational summer basketball league called Morning Project Respect. I'm teeing, I'm watching, I'm like, wow, whoa, wow. Everybody sitting there watching these guys just fly over the rim and talk to people. Uh, yeah, you want to get served like Burger King? I'll give it to you your way. Everyone he looked up to participated in the league, starting with coach Anthony Trice. He gave me the ball at 11. And at 48, he remembers what his coach taught him back then. Great point guards direct their teammates. I would be like a coach on the floor. I would make sure everybody at their spots, get over there, hands up, let's go. Decades later, Eric Moore coaches his own morning team. And if you heard our episode last week, you remember his 13 and 14-year-old players are dealing with a lot more than basketball drills. They lost a teammate last year, 13-year-old Giovanni Cameron, who was shot and killed within the first week of the season. Today, we'll pick up where we left off. Just weeks before the championship game, the team is undefeated. Here's Precious Lies producer Emily Foreman. The team is 6-0, and they've been winning by a lot, 30 points or more. The league looking at us like, y'all got players too old and everything. But I got all their paperwork. Today, Coach Moore's players face their toughest competition yet, the team representing the Victor Burger Playground. They've got several short guys with accurate jump shots and one player who towers over everyone on the court. With less than five minutes on the clock, Coach Moore's team leads by four points. You might remember 14-year-old Dabrion Ferguson Toombs from last week. Coach refers to him as D. Good day, D. A new hairdo has earned him a new nickname. What? Hot Cheeto? Hot Cheeto. No. For his red-orange tips. D muscles his way to the basket, but the ball just isn't going in. This is frustrating for D, who usually racks up 15 or 20 points a game. He subs out. It's the only game we're going to play like this. That's all right, man. He's giving us what we want. He's working hard for the little points. He starts to walk away from the court. But his mentor, Terrence Johnson, is watching from the sidelines and stops him. Points earn him bragging rights. Good defense is harder to measure. Terrence has been Dee's teacher and basketball coach for years, since Dee was in the third grade. I saw you give him a little pep talk. Not, not necessarily pep talk, just... Just straightening up the, the, the ego, understanding that it doesn't matter where you are, you still got to be with your team. Dee says his mom raised him, and he called Terrence Pops. But he's had a lot of improvements, a lot of improvements, not just on the court. It's been on the other side, too. Go from a 2.7 to a 3.4, it's a huge difference. So. What do you think is the difference? Dave Brown got tired of being 
the smallest one on the team. So he went every day, played at the park after school. His mom would sometimes call me, is, is Dave Brown with you guys at practice? No, he's out at the park at 10 o'clock at night, practice. The grades came together because he, he started understanding the importance of going to high school and seeing how if you want to play basketball at the highest level, you're not going to be able to if you don't have your grades in order. Together, Dee's school coach and his summer coach coax him back into the game. Now they're up by one point, 31 to 30, with two minutes left in the game. Listen, don't lose your composure. The Victor Burger team gets a basket, then a free throw, and they take the lead 33 to 31. How many seconds left? Dee's teammate says he got fouled, and he's mad that the ref isn't calling it. Let it go, now! But coach cools him down quick. This is a difference from last year, where they lost several close games like this one for blowing up at the referee. Let it go. I know you got fouled three times. They didn't call it, so what? 52 seconds left. Then 30 seconds left, and they're still down by two. Rebound! D steals a rebound and charges towards the basket. Go, go, D. Go, D. You can hear the moms in the crowd losing it. The red tips of D's hair fly in all directions. Stay with it, D. Come on, D. D sticks with it, and he makes a layup, and it's a tie game. The game goes into overtime. The two minutes added to the clock fly by. Nine seconds left, and they are tied again. Hey, come off the pitch. 37 to 37. Go, D. Go, D. Go, D. D sinks another layup. Yes. And before the crowd gets a chance to celebrate, D's teammate gets possession of the ball and throws another one in. The final score, 41 to 37. It's over, but D dwells on his game. I was thinking too much when I was playing. I was thinking way, way too much. And when I don't score it, I get mad. And plus, it was easy, easy shots I could have basically made. It's just it wasn't going in at all. All in all, D is probably one of my best players. Once he stopped worrying about points, D successfully kept that tall player with a large wingspan on the opposing team from scoring. Ended up padding out. Because he ended up winning the game for us. We needed that. That was that. a good game right there, man. Y'all had this way. Man. Listen, when I say what do we want, y'all say championship. What do we want? Championship. What do we want? Championship. Let's go get it, baby. On the day of the playoffs, D says he's feeling confident again. Last year, I probably would have been nervous coming to the playoffs, but this year I'm comfortable. D says coach had him play up with the 16 and 17-year-olds a few days ago. Plus, coach has been texting him and his teammates motivating messages all day. It just uh, told us to focus and be ourselves and just play our game. Don't play nobody else's game. Everybody got their text. Time to go. The team starts the game losing 8-zip. It's not looking good. But then with three minutes left, they make up 10 points. It's even a tie game at one point. In the end, the opposing team wins by two points after making two free throws. After an undefeated season, Coach Moore's team is knocked out of the playoffs. Well, it wasn't a storybook ending we wanted, but 
it still was good. Coach looks over at his players sitting on the wooden benches under the shade. Look at them. They're still sitting together. Last year, this time, they was going their own way. They were mad at each other. His knee injured. My arm hurt. He always injured. He had concussions. Yeah, I got a headache. Concussions. Yelling. Yelling really loud. They, they still a team. Anybody need a ride? I met up with Coach a few weeks later. He had visited his first warning coach, Anthony Trice, in the hospital after emergency heart surgery. But he was like, uh, I've been seeing what you're doing. He said, you know, I know exactly what you're going through. <clears throat> he said, uh, now you know. And I was like, what you mean? He's like, man, I sacrificed so much to coach you guys and and it's pay, it paid off for me. He said, I've been watching you. You're doing a great job. He's been paying attention, watching how Coach has been working with his players after losing Giovanni. You know, he said, he said, um, your kids talking to you? I said, yeah, we talk all the time. He said, who are you talking to? Coach says he hasn't been going to therapy recently, but he's had a few conversations with his pastors here and there. But they haven't seen him grow up like his warning coach has. It's like, any time, you know, I'm here for you. And once you're a warning coach, you're always a warning coach. That title comes with a lot. Mentor, therapist, father figure. And Coach Moore says that out of decades of warning seasons, this was the best one. Precious Lives is produced by 371 Productions in association with WUWM, WNOV, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and the Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism. We're supported by the Isabel and Alfred Bader Fund and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Music by Kiran V.